Hello and welcome to another episode of Paranormal Universe. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about haunted locations. Now, I'm going to hit, you know, wherever there's a haunted location, I'm going to write about. And today's location, we're going to go south of the border. That's right, we're going to Mexico. And I'm going to do these locations... Um, from uh, least scary to the most scary. So we're going to start with number six. And that is Las Momias de Guanajuato or the Mummies of Guanajuato. Now, between 1870 and 1958, there was a tax, a local tax in place requiring a fee to be paid for, for per, per, per perpetual burial. Now, if you didn't pay this fee, your body was dug up and moved to a building on the side. Now... For those, uh, for those that uh, were put on, on moved to the side due to the climate and the minerals and soil helped mummify these bodies. So eventually, they were put on display, so everybody could come, take a tour, take a look at it, and be all cool with it. But let me tell you this. You look at some of these these pictures that you find on online. Dude, some of these were kind of creepy. It looked like they were mummified with their screaming and yelling and all that hoopla. Um the display is also known is is also uh on this on uh, the mummies are also on display. Um, and legend has it that um, they are known to move, weep, and whisper amongst themselves. So now, if you were to go to Mexico and be like, hey, you know, I'm going to take a tour, you know, I'm look for something to do touristy. Well, I recommend to go take a tour of the Museum of Guanajuato. Um, mind you, the museum's been on countless paranormal TV shows, countless uh, movies. Dude, I could tell you a movie, Santos, El Santos versus Las Momias de Guanajuato. It's one of my favorite movies, by the way. It's Mexican wrestler, El, the Saint El Santo, which is the saint in English, versus the mummies of Guanajuato. So, you, if you if you like Mexican wrestling, that's that's another good uh, movie you should check out. Number five. Number five is more recent in time, time-wise. Um. Sorry, I'm going through my notes here. I'm trying to be 
keeping it quiet, but I'm keeping it real. You know, you know how I roll in my podcast. Keep it raw, keep it real, minimal edits. Because that's how I am. Um, the next one is a little bit more disturbing, to say the least. Um, because mental illness plays a factor into this. And it was more recent as in within our time frame. So Claudia Mihangos butcher her last name so don't kill me. House in Querétaro. Now this is one of the most disturbing ghost stories in the country. Um this woman, Claudia, killed her three kids in 1989. She claimed that a d- demon possessed her when she killed him. On um, April 24th, 1989, at 4 o'clock in the morning, Claudia woke up to loud voices in her head. The voices told her that Mazatlan had disappeared and that all of Querétaro, Querétaro was a spirit. Which I find that part of her mental illness was kicking in at that moment. Um, she had called her friend to, you know, to tell her. And her friend, you know, calmed her down and told her that she'd be back. Uh, that she'd be there in the morning, later that morning, to help her out. After that call, Claudia got up, got out of bed, got dressed, went to the kitchen, and took three knives. And at 5 a.m., she woke up her six-year-old, her youngest, and attacked him with a knife. She leaned over him on the bed and cut And I mean cut, like literally amputated his arm. Now this poor little poor little boy was awake when she did all this to him. So his screams and his yells and his crying woke up his 11-year-old sister. And when she came into the room, she begged her mother to stop. But Claudia switched knives and proceeded to stab her 11-year-old six times. Okay. Then she took the third knife and stabbed her nine-year-old in the heart. Now, the daughter ran downstairs and um, to try to get away from her mother. She was screaming, she was crying. She woke up the neighborhood but her mother was able to get to her, continued stabbing her, and then she dragged the body up to the master bedroom where she left them. Okay. Um, she went to trial. 
I believe they gave her like 30 years or something like that. I, don't, I remember reading something like that, but I, I didn't write it in my notes. Um, which is the most you can give to somebody who um, suffered from mental illnesses. Because um, she started to show signs when she was um, in her marriage. So neighbors claim that you can hear children screaming in the house and you could see a bleeding boy um, in the second floor window. Now, for a mother to go and purposely kill her children, um, I find it very, very sad. If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks, you can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now I use it because like it's user friendly and um, it is free and I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing now most platforms you know before you can even try it out you need to sign up and pick a plan I like anchor because I don't have to go through any of that so I recommend it now if you really want to get into it I recommend you going to your website anchor.fm and you know signing up or you can download anchor.fm from the Google Store iTunes um, and give it a try so don't forget to go to anchor.fm sign up and I'll see you all in podcast community Location number four is called the Panteón de Belén in Guadalajara. Now, this is a cemetery that is reported by to be haunted by a whole bunch of different spirits. But one of the most famous ones is, um, well, let me give you a background. This um, cemetery um, is uh, a spot for the victims of the cholera outbreak in Mexico. So a lot of people buried there at one point prior were all from the cholera era. Okay, and um, legend has it that 
some local vigilantes killed a vampire. <laughs> oh, Lord. Killed a vampire by driving a stake through its heart and buried the body in the cemetery. Now, it said that months later, the stone slabs that marked the spot um, started to crack open and a tree began to grow in its spot. It is said that if the tree dies, the monster will return and terrorize the city. Again, this cemetery has been on various um, Mexican paranormal shows. Um, they say that they hear a lot of uh, voices, see a lot of shadows. But what I'm tripping about right now is that vampire. So you go hunt a vampire, you kill the vampire, you stake the vampire, you bury the vampire at the cemetery. A tree grows in place of where the vampire was buried. Yeah, that's a weird story for me to even remotely believe. But hey, if it, they say that happened, that happened. All right. Um, the next next lo- haunted location is called the the Tasquina Station in Mexico City. Now, this particular station is supposed to be one of the spookiest stations on the metro's route. It is said that um, an old gentleman um, was assaulted and he died after. And um, he is said to uh, be a protector of solo commuters uh, from evil assailants. So, I'm um, really nothing much on that one except you know he's a friendly ghost, just like Casper, and he protects you solo passengers that are going to and from on the on the train at this particular station. Our second location um, is uh, called the Posada del Sol in Mexico City. Um, This was meant to be one of the most extravagant hotels in the world. The, The building was the child of Fernando Saldana Galvan, who poured his life into the hotel, and then it in a failed attempt to create a unique artistic center. Um, uh, the hotel had more than 600 rooms, um, were adorned with, uh, adorned the property um, with a casino, theater, chapel, ballrooms, galleries, tea rooms, Turkish bath style areas, human sized chessboard. Now, Hard times fell on Mr. Uh, Galvan. Beginning of 1945, construction had stopped. His amount of debt rose. And he said that he hung himself in the hotel's courtyard. Um, it, it, it is also said that in one of the underground chambers is to be haunted by a ghost of a little girl um, who was found dead in the building. Now, you can't go 
to this location because it's not open to the public. Um, if you do get caught, you will get arrested. Um, it's falling apart, you know, it's crumbling in areas. But from the pictures that I saw, some of the detail and some of the architecture makes this, this hotel would have been up there with, you know, Hotel Del Coronado, in my opinion. Okay. Our last location is Island of the Dolls in Mexico City. Now, if you have a fear of dolls, don't go here. Um, this island has some shitty-ass, creepy-ass, ugly-looking dolls. You know, I personally have an issue with dolls. I think they harbor demons and spirits and stuff like that, but that's just me. There are other people who love dolls, who collect dolls, more power to you. But for me, no, we will no, don't do dolls. It's on my bucket list to go see. But again, like I said, I'm conflicted because I like the haunted and the paranormal, but I don't like dolls and I don't want to go there and I don't want to see them. So it, it really just depends, to be honest. So a little bit of this is that um, is the island is located in a secluded area along the canals of Solchimico. Um, it is to be most to be one of the most haunted locations in Mexico. Um, like I said, there are many dolls hanging from everywhere from the trees from branches, from the little shack that the caretaker lived in. He has them inside, he has them outside, he has them all over the place. Um, legend has it that the caretaker, Don, Don Julian Santana, had found a little girl that drowned near his home. Um, and out of respects to the little girl, he hung her doll to a tree. Now... He, legend also has it that he believed that um, they were evil spirits. And to appease the, these spirits, don't ask me why, he would collect dolls and he would hang them all over the place. He would barter with neighbors. He would go rummage through trash to find dolls. Um, anything he can do to get dolls, he would do. It is also said that they um, found him uh, drowned in the same location where the little girl was had drowned. So, um, kind of weird there. It is also said that um, after his death in 2001, the island has be had become a tourist hotspot. Now... The way to get to the island, like I said, is the loca the canals of Solchimico. Many rowers, ooh, can't pronounce that word, will go ahead and take you to the island, while others will not, um, out of fear. They say it's, it's too haunted. They won't go there. They don't want to risk it. So, um, interesting. Um... Also, some visitors slash tourists um, go to see the dolls, basically, 
some ring dolls, offer them to the spirits there, candies, anything like that. They offer to the spirits. Don't know why, but they do. Um, a lot of visitors claim that the dolls move, even talk. Um, it's been uh, it's been featured on two episodes, one on Destination Truth, where um, Josh Gates was looking at a doll and it's opened its eyes. They heard a lot of moving of uh, moving of like little feet, like people moving around. But it turns out to be the dolls were moving around, scurrying. They heard a lot of whispering. And then the second time, it was on an episode of uh, Ghost Adventures, where they caught a lot of shadows. Um, they saw, I believe, dolls moving. Um, they heard a lot of noises. So, yeah, this island's a bit creepy. Um, too creepy for me, but it is on my bucket list to go. So what do you think? Mexico's top six uh, locations that are haunted would you go to visit any of those locations in mexico or would you just you know go to one and then you know see how it is if you could spend the night at any of these locations which location would you spend the night at and why i want to know i'm curious um i would have to say i'd spend the night at the claudia house because that has more more energy, in my opinion. Because the kids were brutally murdered by their mother. So I believe that will hold more energy. Again, I don't know. Um, probably second would probably be the Momias de Guanajuato is where I'd go. But those would be my two spots to go. So let me know what you want, which where you would go and why you would go there. And um, that would be it for this episode. Again, don't forget, I have another episode coming up sometime later this week. Um, and don't forget to share this podcast on any anywhere you hear podcast let it be google podcast um spotify um apple podcast share like and subscribe um i would greatly appreciate it you know if you would like to donate to the podcast i would appreciate that too you don't have to all donations will go into the podcast to get you know like mics and better systems set up um so you know, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Um, and if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, drop us a line at paranormalbuzzfeed at, at gmail.com. If you have any stories, you could also send them to paranormalbuzzfeed at gmail.com. Um, don't forget, I am looking for stories for a listener subscriber episode. So again, don't forget to send those in to paranormalbuzzfeed.com. I know I'm saying paranormalbuzzfeed.com. <laughs> uh, but y'all have a good night. I will see you all later. Take care and don't forget to keep it ghosting.
Peace out, Cub Scout. See you later, alligator and a wild crocodile. This is your homegirl, Denise. Bye.